Hey, this is Kevin Nagar from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Edina Samson with us. Edina is the founder of Outlaw Production and the Unbreakable Movement, a breakthrough coach, inspirational speaker, singer, songwriter, and a best-selling author. Having overcome the insurmountable, Edina leads by example, teaching people how to turn challenges into victories and inspiring them to live a more authentic, courageous, and passionate life. She has so many accomplishments. She has so many accolades. So that's it. Let's share it from the woman herself, Edina Samson. Edina, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Kiran. Really a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm very curious to know about your journey. So let's start from where did you catch coaching and when did it all start? Sure. I know you serve entrepreneurs. And I, as far as entrepreneurism goes, you know, I was born with it, right? Those of us who are entrepreneurs know in our hearts and in our souls that it's something that's always been there. We are a little different and rightfully stand in the beginning. Sometimes it may feel like a lonely journey, right? We're taught one thing. We're taught to do this, get married, have kids, right? All these things. And a lot of us as entrepreneurs, for me, long ago, I knew that I was different. I knew that I was being called in a certain direction that didn't meet the status quo. And I think uh, that's a big part of my journey as far as what my journey is. How do I, as an entrepreneur, I know it's innate within me. And as far as getting to where I am now, still in the process, right? Still on the journey. It's been one hell of a ride. Uh, A big part of what propelled me forward in my entrepreneurism is a big part of the challenges that I face in life getting to where I am now. It's the overcoming of the adversity, right? A big part of my passion and how I serve. Uh, And that started long ago in my uh, family and the dynamics that were playing out, right? With the beliefs that were instilled within me, right? Learning that along the way that this is a generational uh, passed down response. Mindset is a passion of mine. Again, personal development has always been, but it's one thing to have the awareness and it's another to fully embody that. And my journey to fully embodying where I'm at as a coach and how I serve in the mental health arena, right? In the mindset arena is because I had to reclaim my, I didn't realize I was giving away my power. I didn't realize I was a survivor of trauma and having to understand codependent tendencies that at first I wasn't quite aware of. I was on the journey. I was passionate about the journey, but I really had to be broken. And I really, I fought for my life. My story is that I fought for my life for 12 years of it, only just recently through the pandemic, coming out of it, thinking I had missed my boat and realizing, no, this is why I've come. I fought for my life, for my health, my relationships, my finances, 12 years fighting for my life, and I don't say that lightly. And through my road to recovery and being able to understand that everything is working in my favor and for me and not happening to me, we've heard it before, but what does it mean to truly understand that, to have a mindset that allows us to create what it is we say we want? My experience and my journey has been from living it from overcoming adversity on many facets and on many levels. Adina, we are very curious now. Know more about it. If you are willing to share, please share a little more about it. And tell us, how did the mindset shift happen? What was the systems that you put in to make those mindset shift happen? Sure, and there's a lot to cover within that. So I'll do my best to be short and sweet and to the point. But really, again, the journey is a journey, right? It doesn't happen when we want it to or how we want it to. Prior to me, again, getting very sick and fighting for my life, 
It was 2008 where everything came crashing down. I ended up in the hospital. I had literally six nurses around me, three on each side, trying to stick an IV in me and get a, a line, a pick line in. They couldn't do it. It was excruciating. It was painful. And in that moment, I will never forget. At the time, I was in um, what I would call a uh, unhealthy relationship, right? I learned from my parents about what love was. They all came from broken homes. Grateful, thankful, blessed to have a lot of things they didn't. And yet I didn't realize that what I used to survive as a child, right? What I believed and what I carried forth was bleeding into my adulthood in a way that was showing up that was very unhealthy. And I remember literally questioning and, and having this conversation with God is, God, why? What's going on? And I remember very clearly the message was, how much longer are you willing to bleed? Like, how many times do you need to get pricked before you bleed? When is enough? This literally was the turning point of my life, just being gut-wrenched, knowing that I had to make a choice in that moment. Was I choosing me and my being and my life? Or was I going to continue in a relationship that didn't serve me, that had run its course, right? And I will never forget that moment. So to answer your questions, there's been many aha moments along the way. Couldn't possibly cover them all. But a big part of that, I think, was recovering from my belief of what I thought success meant. As entrepreneurs, as those of us who go through life, we're taught that success means uh, maybe financial success. Maybe it means having you know, family and kids. That's not always in the cards for all of us. What we're taught and how we measure success is not true. So I had to question myself over and over again. Is that true? Do what I, is what I believe actually the truth isn't serving me? And there was one other moment in my life when I was, again, this was in the beginning when I got so sick, I lost everything, the business, everything. I had to rebuild and I wasn't well enough to do the coaching and the speaking of what I once did. I ended up having to, at the time, sell flowers. I was in Maui at the time. I went over there with three duffel bags of my guitars, not knowing anybody, saying, I know something's not right. I'm not well, and I've got to figure this out. And at the time, I didn't feel very successful, Kiran, because I was measuring myself, again, by what a false sense of what we deem success is. And again, I was giving away my power until I realized, as I was selling these flowers along the way, I had people who saw me who said, you know what? You're my favorite flower girl. You know what? Your smile just makes my day. And I thought, what do you mean my smile makes someone's day? You're telling me if just my smile can make someone's day, then I'm already doing God's work, aren't I? Then I'm already showing up. It's not about what I do. It's how I'm being. So really making that transition, that mindset, that shift in perspective, oftentimes can what I teach and, and what I really dive deep into is the fact that we think that driving, right, having the courage to thrive means standing up on the mountaintop with our arms wide open, right, that everything is perfect. No, what surviving is and what that means is learning to dance in the rain, right, learning to dance through the store. Vivian Green, one of my favorite quotes, it's been my life. That's literally been my life is, no, life is now with all the obstacles, everything that gets thrown at us. Those are the lessons in there lies what it is we say we want. And so we really got to be able to look at ourselves to say, how are we showing up in the world? Am I being a part of the solution or am I part of the problem? And if so, how am I going to shift my perspective in micro shifts that literally can change your life? It's no small thing. I host a online challenge every year. It launched during the pandemic. 
in a time where my background is in live events. And like you and many of us, I had to practice what I preach. I had to say, okay, I've got a learning curve here. How do I take everything that I know about events and supporting people live? And how do I do that and take that online? supporting people internationally who are suffering all at the same time. Maybe it might look a little different, but it's really the same at its core, right? It's everybody in transition, right? It's those who are saying, wait a second, I thought that my job was stable, realizing it's no longer. It's people who are in relationships going through a divorce, not knowing what to do with themselves or not even knowing who they are anymore because they've forgotten along the way. So my journey has been a journey of remembrance to remember the truth of who it is I am. And by reclaiming my power, getting to trust myself and my intuition, realizing the gaslighting along the way in the medical field and in my familial upbringing, right? It literally helping people of all walks of life and nationalities, men and women, entrepreneurs, mothers, you name it, being able to, again, heal themselves, the truth of who it is they are, to reclaim their power, right? To really rebuild their confidence, right, in themselves. Gain the courage, clarity, and confidence that they need to move their life powerfully forward, no matter the roadblocks, no matter the circumstances. So, Adina, we are getting curious now about so many things. What is the book about? Please tell us a bit about the book. Sure. So the book, I love it. Again, the book is called The Road Back to Me, Nine Principles for Navigating Life's Unexpected Twists and Turns. Again, the best way I knew how was to share my story. So first and foremost, people know that they are not alone. That's number one. People are feeling alone. If they weren't struggling before the pandemic, maybe they are now. And they need community, right? We need to say, hey, um, as an entrepreneur, I believe that the paradigm is shifting. We need more authenticity and less ego. People don't care, again, who it is you are unless they know where you've been, how much you've overcome. They need to know they're not alone so they can do it too. That's what people want. All they want is to be seen, heard, and understood. So it's funny how the book came along because I didn't say, oh, I'm going to write a book. It was, oh, you want me to write a book? Meaning I used to drive the ship. As an entrepreneur, I thought setting goals and doing what I did was this is me and, and this is the way we want to do it until I, I learned that it's a co-creative process with spirit. It's a co-creative spot process with the universe, with God, with your higher self, whatever your beliefs are, right? Everyone is welcome here. But something greater than yourself, realizing that when we trust our intuitive nudges, we only need to get on to see the first step. Okay, we don't need to see the whole staircase. We think we do. We want to see the whole staircase. But we have to be willing to lean into the uncomfortable, even if we only see the first step. Be willing to just take the first step outside of our comfort zone, because therein, again, lies the ability to take our pain to purpose, to be able to say, oh, wow, then the next step is shown to you. Then the next step, we are then aligned with the right people, places, things, opportunities and resources. And that's how the book came about for me. It was, oh, wow, it's time now to write this book. And I didn't plan it. The pan pandemic hit. I thought I missed my boat. Okay, again, I was really sick coming out of fighting for 12 years of my life. I went through a major ending of another yet relationship that I stayed in for far too long. And it was time for me to be vulnerable enough to share so that anyone else who is suffering, whatever that may look like, that they know that they're not alone, that they're not suffering behind closed doors. That if I am still standing and I am still living and I am able to take my pain to purpose and do what I've done without the support, 
except for, like I said, my faith that my belief that getting up every day, that there's a purpose here to my suffering. I wouldn't even be here with you today, Kim. So the book is really a labor of love and a gift to my healing, as I wrote it, as well as the healing of others. So it's really a roadmap to recovery and healing. It's a roadmap to recovery and healing. And this was the short intro. People can only understand the depth of the book once they read it. What are some of the ways of getting the book, Eden? Oh, to get the book. Sure. Of course, it's available on all facets online and all realtors. I think the best bet is to go to Amazon where you can get the book. But of course, during this program, at the end, I was going to lead people to my website, which of course is adinasampson.com. And they can go ahead and get a copy of the book there as well. Again, the book is really based on not just my story, but then taking this second half, going to my nine foundational principles of recovery and healing. Again, that's a big part of how I built my programs. The Road Back to Me, I do a 12-week signature program that has literally changed people's lives. And I don't say that lightly, as well as, of course, the 10-day challenge, which is based off of my nine foundational principles, the free challenge we do every year, because we want to make sure that people have the basis and the foundational principles for them to, like I said, get out of in me area that they feel stuck in their lives, right? That's really what the book is about. It's a roadmap so that you can go ahead and get out of your own way, uh, heal those unhealed wounds and the mindset, be able to reshape the subconscious mind and just be a lot more confident in your ability to navigate forward. The book is available on Amazon, so consider getting the book. Next question be ready now. Sure. And one one more thing, on it's also available in paperback, hardback, audiobook even. So if people prefer that, it's in all facets. So everybody learns differently. So I just wanted to make sure to mention that too. We have it, guys. So audiobook is also available. Paperback, hardback, all kind is available at Amazon. And the audiobook is available at? Yes, that's on Amazon too. And of course, Audible. Audible, yes. It's yes. On I didn't yes, know and on my website, we have a list, like I said, of all the real ta- all the different ways people can buy the book. There you have it. Next question, okay. I didn't know. Tell us about the client success stories. Something that you're really proud of or something that is on the top of the mind. Sure. Again, there are many. And the last few years have been me really taking this from the ground up, right? As a startup from a place of a new beginning for me. Who I once was is no longer. And I knew that I had something here to share now that was meaningful and really inspiring to others. So what I've done over the last year and a half, it's really been that recent two years, is really being able to focus on clients and their results, their testimonies. Again, I work with all different types, men and women, mostly women, ages 30 to maybe 65 plus, everybody from brand new to the work, those who have been to every type of personal development program you can imagine. And they have stated in their testimonies that they have yet to experience the type of transformation in such a short time that we are able to get the results than anything else that they have tried. So let's give an example. Many different phases, but I think what has been most inspiring to me more than anything is the ability for people to navigate forward from a different realm. They're able to heal the wounds of what is holding them back. And many of them have gotten out of toxic relationships, per se, that they didn't realize was as bad as they thought. Meaning we do not promote leaving relationships. That's not what we do. 
what we promote is self-healing. And when you realize that you're now starting to validate yourself, when you're no longer seeking validation outside yourself, okay? When now you are trusting your intuition, when you can see the red flags, when you can place boundaries ahead of what is to come so that you can self-care and self-love, your whole life changes. And we have people who have gone through the challenge. We have people who have gone through the program then literally are now out living their own life, getting going through career changes they never thought possible. They've always wanted to be the entrepreneur and they finally made the leap. That has been very prevalent when they come through the, our programs, again, as well as either getting closer to their partner and their husbands because they realized they were part of maybe pushing them away and or leaving relationships, whether that be romantic, business partnerships, okay? One and the same. This is not separate. How we are, how we show up is what we attract. And again, we attract that in all areas of our lives, right? Entrepreneurial or not. So what I've seen is really just a better sense of self, a reclamation of power, and again, the gratitude for the awareness and now the embodiment of the daily practices and the principles that have changed their life. Um, again, we have a lot of testimonies that you can see on the website. Again, uh, when someone goes to my website, they can go to the program page. And we have personal testimonies of people, video and or written, that are going through so many different scenarios that I'm sure your audience can uh, understand and relate to. Totally. You can have a look at so many testimonials and written and video on our website, which is adinasamson.com, which we'll discuss later other ways of reaching out to her. For now, Adina, something that you mentioned earlier which was about subconscious mind. So there are certain thinking patterns that we have that are embedded in the subconscious mind. And it is said that it takes a lot of effort to change those patterns. So what are some of the efforts that you suggest the listeners must try so that they can change those subconscious thoughts and beliefs and then change behavior patterns and then change the results? Yeah, I think the best thing to do is probably list a few of the principles because within those titles you can understand. It is a lot easier than we make it. That's my first response to your question. We make things a lot more difficult than they need to be. Many of us, the human condition, would maybe fight against it and say, oh, no, we don't. But we really can be our own worst enemy. Again, we only know what we know. And what is possible is also the next question. So my suggestion would be, first and foremost, ask yourself what is possible. Now, when you're committed to your growth, you know that, again, it's in the journey, right? The road back to me, a 12-week journey, a transformational journey of self-discovery and mastery. Again, that's my program. It's related to the, the book, like you said. There's a reason because, again, it's a journey. It's not you do one thing and then you don't stop your growth. Everybody knows here as an entrepreneur, if you're listening, you're already committed to your growth. And the more you learn, the more you have to learn. Meaning there's different levels. It's like a staircase. You might have this big breakthrough. And again, this big breakthrough is a small shift in perspective. Principle one of my book is what? Shift your perspective. The Courage to Thrive event that we do every year, the tagline is shift your perspective, change your life. It's a reason why it's my first principle. I truly believe it is that simple. Now, there's many more layers to it. And what is possible, once you understand that, keeps growing and growing. So every day, ask what is possible. Every day when you start your morning, a morning routine as an entrepreneur is key. How we start our day, you've heard before, is really important. But let me just answer, why is that important? Why does everybody say that this is important? It's because, again, we attract what it is 
that we expect. We attract what it is we believe we value and we deserve. And so we really have to get into the practice of self-care, the discipline of daily practice, just like we brush our teeth. What are you intending for your day? No matter what happened an hour ago, five minutes ago, no matter what happened yesterday, today is a new day. Now is a new moment, right? So shift your perspective. Principle two, surrender and accept what is. Principle three, move through the illusion. Principle four, embrace your vulnerability. This is a very important piece, by the way, for the entrepreneurs listening, because oftentimes in business, we're taught not to embrace your vulnerability. People buy you, not your product. And if people are tired of being sold, it's not about not selling. It's about saying people buy you because they trust you. So do you trust you? And are you in alignment with what it is you say you want? Because we can't manifest what we say we want if we're not willing and open and ready to receive it. Many of us do not realize that we are blocking our own manifestation. I absolutely was doing that for many years. Reclaiming your power. Again, what does that mean? Again, it's not someone else's fault. It's not the guy behind you in traffic that's hawking his warn and maybe. But if we start to get in the same mode, which all of us do, right? How many times have you lost your cool because somebody in traffic, right? It's about stopping in the moment and resetting. And I've got a tool that I do give out that I'll, I'll, I'll come back to in a second that I think might help your audience. Six, lighten up. People don't realize you got to lighten up, that you got to have fun. Some of us are way too serious. I had to grow into... When you're on the verge of, ver- of fighting for your life and you've almost died three times, you get to understand the value of the present moment more than what we say about living in the moment, right? Living for today is my seventh principle. We have to understand that living for today means even laughing about things that maybe are even painful. It's about understanding that we have the tools in every given moment. We just have to tap into and remember what we've forgotten, that we can all share a laugh, Right. We can laugh at what is painful, not to be hurtful to anyone, but to realize, oh my God, this is lies. These are the twists and turns, right? These are the lessons, right? So look within whatever it is you're going through and say, what can I learn from this? How does this serve me? And if you can do that on a daily basis, you are winning. Principle eight, asking you shall receive, which comes back to how open are you to receiving? I work with many givers, okay? Many people who are over giving, right? Giving because they don't realize that somehow they thought that might also win them love. It's not purposeful. That's the subconscious you were talking about, right, earlier. And if we understand that that's what's running behind the scenes, we have to be willing to shed the light there first. We have to be willing to shed the light in the darkness and call it out. And really, There's no wrong, right, good, bad, and different. There just is. It's what we make it so. It's our judgment of it as human beings. That's the human condition, right? It's our sense of belonging that makes people put on masks and are afraid to show up as their authentic self because maybe they were never loved and accepted prior. It's about creating a movement and a space where people are seen, heard, and understood, where we can accept our shadow selves. The moment we accept our shadow self, the moment everything heals, including our relationships, our compassion increases, we're able to heal so many spaces and places. And again, can you ask for help? Ask and you shall receive. Can you ask for help? Most of us are taught that it was a weakness to do. Am I the only one? So how do we heal that and realize it's often strangers, mere strangers who help us out that we don't even know, who give to us the most? This is what I have found in my journey. So it's really about understanding why don't we ask for help? What's the belief behind it? Do we feel like we're being a burden? Do we feel like there's a hook, line, and sinker? Oh, if we 
ask for help than something else is expected. It's the belief and then ask, is that true? And replace it with what is actually supportive to help us moving forward. And of course, the last principle, number nine, have faith, whatever it takes. Sounds so simple, but again, what does that really mean? Like I said before, it's having faith to walk the blind path, to do it before you even see it. That's where the courage comes in. That's where leaning into the uncomfortable, as far as I'm concerned, has always led to bigger and better every single time. That's where the breakthrough happens. And that's the passion that I have for the work that I do because it works. If we keep it simple, if we can practice principles and live by them, mind, body, spirit, everything in our lives change. Now, the thing is, though, we do have to be willing to let go of what no longer serves us to make room for what does. And oftentimes, that's where people are getting stuck because they know that. And it's the fear of being alone, right, and not accepted and all the stuff that's going to come with the grief that stops us from doing what we need to do in order to live the lives that we say that we want. Totally. All the nine principles are completely true. The seventh one catch my mind. It doesn't like live in the moment. Be happy while you can because you never know. And this might be the moment you would cherish later, but we forgot to be happy in that. So I did not. All this. Yeah. And really, it's just a choice in the moment. So if we talk about live for today, what does that mean? It's not just meditating on us. Yes, you can. But it's really saying, are you present while you're walking the dog? Are you being mindful and in the moment? Or are you thinking about the five things you have to do later? Most of us are on autopilot. So it's really going from autopilot to what I like to call auto magic. It's having that shift in perspective, being able to see and differentiate between what's true and what's not, and then making those different choices to propel you forward and starting to attract all the positive and healthy relationships that you want in business and in your personal life, right? It's truly all linked. It's not separate. And that's what I've learned is that we have a choice. We can choose not to, or we can choose to do so. Again, as I mentioned, I have a freebie, a five steps to reclaiming your power, which you can actually use anywhere, anytime, on the go, in the moment, right? We like our instant gratification in this society. And like I said, it's about just understanding what those five steps are and memorizing the acronym so that no matter where you're at, if you're stuck in traffic or not, you can pause, you can observe, you can witness, you can expand, and you can release. And you will find that you will no longer be angry if somebody cuts you off in traffic. You will actually be smiling. You will actually be able to hold your state. If you didn't get angry, you won't beat yourself up. You'll try again. You'll be curious. You'll lean into it. You'll be able to shift your state in the moment so that you can actually take the steps forward to, instead of being reactive, being proactive. Isn't that what that's really about? Is five steps to reclaiming your power is about saying in the moment, no matter what's happening, I can go to the restroom and do this. Whatever we need to do, whatever, however, we can do it in our minds so that we're not triggered, that we are able to, again, enter into a situation that would normally trigger us, allow ourselves to be human by practicing. And realizing that shift can happen very quickly when we decide that we are the ones responsible for our happiness. Yes, totally. And where do we get the freebie? And also now tell us about the best ways of reaching out. Yes. So let's do this. The best way is to just go to www.adena, A-D-E-N-A, and say M-P-S-O-N.com. On the homepage, you'll find the ability to grab that freebie. You'll have the ability to subscribe to our newsletter. 
We do Transformation Thursdays every week. We're on social media. You can follow us on social media. You can join our private Facebook group for our Courage to Thrive Challenge. That starts, of course, the new year off right. This year, that's going to be January 15th through the 26th, I believe, 2024. Again, you can grab a copy of the book and you can schedule a breakthrough session with that with me. Whatever floats your boat, whatever you resonate with, take the time to go through it and be happy to support it any way that we can. We have a wonderful community, like I said, with amazing what I call unbreakable spirits. And it is truly an honor to witness everybody's courage to thrive and to bring them on this road back to themselves, either through the book and or through the 12-week program that we host twice a year. Now you can get on the waiting list for the next one in the spring. We're currently hosting the full program and I just feel very blessed and very grateful every moment of every day to be practicing what I preach. It's not always easy, right? And the thing is, though, when you realize and you get to understand that this is what life's about, you actually start to get excited. I know this sounds funny about the challenges and the storms because you realize therein lies the opportunity, right? It's about the art of resilience and realizing that your bounce back keeps getting better and better. So I invite all of you guys to visit adinasampson.com for more info and uh, just grateful to be here again. Thank you so much for having me here on the show. Kiran. Thank you so much, Adina. One final question before we let you go. Adinasampson.com it is, guys. Uh, I'm just repeating that. The final question is absent steps. What do you suggest the listener does after hearing this conversation? After hearing this conversation, again, is I go to the website. And that's not because I'm trying to sell you anything. I'm not here to sell you anything. Not everybody is a fit. And what I mean by that is that when you are healing your own wounds and your codependency and you're in alignment with uh, your authenticity and who it is you are, I handle my business as such as well. Meaning I work with people who are ready to make the changes, who are willing and able. I'm not willing to coach anybody, like I said, and I won't work with anyone. The programs are per application only for a reason, because I stick to my guns as to what I believe is important, not just for getting results, number one, but also to make sure that this added person is the right fit for the community so that we have a community of, of supportive people going through the journey together. So go to the website, download the uh, five steps to reclaiming your power PDS. That would be my first, you know, recommendation. Go grab a copy of the book. Whatever again really speaks to you. I think it's important that people listen to their intuition and how they're being led. Pretty much, I would say ninety nine percent of my clients literally come to me right because they're led to me. They know that at the right time in their life that I'm there to guide them and support them with a roadmap to get them to the next point in their life. So totally. So. Get the PDF, guys. That might be the first step. And if you like the PDF, get the book. If you like the book, pick a call, pick a time with Adina. Or any that's not in order, you can choose for yourself. So, Adina, thank you so much again for being such a kind guest. It was a pleasure to meet you today and an honor to host. Oh, thank you so much. This is, again, when I say the time of my life, it's <laughs> literally moments I have these times of my life that I had to realize when everything was taken away, how important this present moment was. So thank you for reaching out. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of what you've created here. You have a phenomenal podcast. I am congratulating you as being such an example in the entrepreneurship 
that, again, the day-to-day challenges we face as entrepreneurs and the fact that you are a warrior spirit yourself. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here together. So thank you for being on this journey with me, my friend. Thank you, Irina. You're so kind. With that said, that was today's episode of the Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Today, we had Edina Samson. Reaching out to Edina Samson is at edinasamson.com. And I am your host, Kiran Agrahar, signing off for the day. You guys take care. Bye, guys.